Welcome to the Sowing Hope Podcast. This is a show all about implanting hope in our hearts. I'm Bill Snyder, joined by my friend Ann DeSantis. We're glad you're here for our uplifting conversation about faith and how it sustains our hearts through all the seasons of life. Thanks for walking with us. And good morning, everybody, and welcome to the Sewing Hope Podcast. I am Bill Snyder. It's great to be with you. Uh, no matter how you're listening, welcome in all our audiences from Facebook, YouTube, Podbean. Uh, thank you so much for joining us and being a part of our ministry. Don't forget that you can always email us at sewinghope at patchworkheart.org to interact with us and be a part of our ministry. Uh, you know, uh, we love getting emails and we love getting uh, correspondence from all of you listening about our show. And uh, today um, we're excited because we have another wonderful guest, but I'm always joined by my co-host, uh, Ann DeSantis. Ann, how are you this morning? Oh, I'm good. Thank you so much, Bill. Great to be here. <laughs> yes, it is good to be here. Mm-hmm. And we have a wonderful guest. You want to tell us about her? Yeah, she's a good friend of Patchwork Heart Ministry and Fiat Ministry Network, where we're streaming live. And her name is Anna Nuzo. She is an acclaimed Catholic recording artist. Since her Marian consecration in 2012, her life changed and she felt strongly called to spread God's love and mercy through music ministry. Now, many albums later, her music is renowned for helping enrich prayer, faith, solace, and joy. She feels very blessed to sing across the USA and around the world for many amazing events and pilgrimages. For more details, go to AnnaNuzo.com. Now, I just read her bio because I thought it's more comprehensive than my uh, short uh, announcement of her. So it's so wonderful to have you with us, Anna. Thank you. Thank you so much for inviting me. How are you? I'm doing well. I'm doing well. How are you? Good. Good to be here with you and Bill. Yes, it is. And yes, it is. Hi, Bill. <laughs> How are you this morning? Every, everybody's doing good. It's a, it's a uh, cloudy day here in Wisconsin, but I know it's always sunny in Philadelphia. So uh, I always like I always enjoy for the most part. That. Yeah, for the most part. Uh, but yeah, so uh, you know, Anna, we um, yeah, obviously have had you on our on our network before and and everything. But uh, for for people who uh, don't know you and for a new audience, uh, we always like to. Start with our start with our guests doing faith stories, you know, just their faith journey and and talking about uh, how how uh, their faith has developed. And you know, you, you have an amazing story. It, you know, it's it's through music, really. Uh, but 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 tell us the tell us the faith journey um, that, that 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 you've had thus far. Sure. So um, I am a cradle Catholic. My parents came over from Italy after they were married. Uh, so I'm first generation Italian. I have three siblings. We were we were raised in an Italian Catholic household. Um, my mom uh, prayed the rosary a lot, um, and we would see her pray the rosary. But she she was pretty private in her faith. She didn't really um, at the time say, "Let's all gather and pray the rosary together." So I didn't grow up praying the rosary, um, but we would pray before meals and um, at bedtime periodically. Uh, We did attend uh, mass every Sunday without fail. And um, I did go to St. Mary's Catholic grade school 
um, from first grade through eighth grade. And then I went on to public school. Um, I, as you said, my faith journey has to do with music. I began singing at church um, when I was a young girl. Uh, my music teacher pulled me aside and noticed some talent along with a few other girls. And she started a little girls group. And we were then sort of groomed to start cantering for the masses. So I was blessed to sing for many masses and continued through high school until I started singing for weddings and funerals in high school. And uh, can actually still continue to do that to this day when I'm available because I love, I love singing for, for those uh, momentous events. Um, and I also feel that my music is helping console, uh, especially those families of loved ones that they've lost. So um, that is just like my, my basic Catholic journey, how it's been until at my church, St. Anne's in Kenosha, I was invited to join a Marian consecration book study program. So Mother Mary uh, entered my life um, as far as my awareness. I know now she was always there and she's always there with all of us, but um, I really didn't have a devotion to her uh, until my Marian consecration in 2012. And once I gave her my yes, my fiat, um, just as she did to the angel, um, then I started, my music grew immensely and I started writing music. I started composing songs, which I was not doing before that. So that's how it began. My first song I wrote was the Marian Consecration Prayer Song. And uh, that was in 2012. And uh, shortly after that, many prayer songs came pouring forth. And then I was encouraged to create an album. And after my first album came out in 2014, then I started um, getting con contacted to go and sing for conferences, retreats, and missions all over the country, and then uh, also internationally. So that's, that's where it all began. And, and this is where I still am today. So I just recorded my sixth album on Marian Apparition Songs. And I'm so excited to debut that shortly at a concert that's coming up um, next month. Yeah, so cool. Yeah, it really is. And you were a guest on my other show with Fiat Ministry Network uh, a little while back, Journeys in Faith. So people who are listening to this podcast, I invite you to go to Patchwork Heart Ministry YouTube or Fiat Ministry Network and check out the show of Journeys in Faith where Anna Nuzo was a guest with me because there's also a lot of great information there too about, about you, Anna, and about your ministry. And I know that we talked a lot about this new album that you've done, and uh, we, we even got to hear some of the tracks too. And I think Bill might be playing some of them for us this morning if we are able to do that as well. Oh, yeah, we're able to. You just got oh, to let good, me good. know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So... Uh, it, and I know that you're also planning a trip too, aren't you, uh, to, to France? And you've sent me that information. Tell us about that too. Yes. So um, a few years ago, I, was, uh, I began hosting pilgrimages. And I've been blessed to um, go to the Holy Land twice and to Italy 
through pilgrimage, through Select International. And now I'm with a new pilgrimage company called Nativity. And we have planned two pilgrimages for, for next year. And the one that Anne is referring to, I'm so excited about, it's um, a Marian apparition pilgrimage to the shrines of France with an optional extension to Fatima. So uh, I am so excited to be doing this pilgrimage with the miracle hunter, Michael O'Neill, who's the world's leading expert on Marian apparitions, and also my dear friend, Father Edward Looney. Um, so he is also a priest in Wisconsin. Um, he's the expert on the Shrine of Our Lady of Good Help, which is the only US approved apparition site currently in Champion, Wisconsin. So the three of us, um, we'll be going for 10 days to France and an optional four-day extension to Fatima. And it's open to the public. And we'll be going to all of the sites that I actually sing about on my CD. We'll be going to La Salette. We'll be going to Pont-Maine. We'll be going to Paris um, and, and many others as well. And Lourdes. Um, so I'm extremely excited and i've i've been to france but i've not been to any of these apparition sites um so i've been receiving a lot of questions through my email so if anyone is interested the flyer and everything will be on my website at ananuzo.com yeah it's 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 really exciting and i know you sent it to me personally because i took interest in finding out more and i still am very interested uh, it's it's really an exciting thing. It's uh, especially at this time, you know, what's going on in our world right now. More than ever, we need our faith. We need to depend on the Lord and pray, and also our Blessed Mother and her intercession. So I I just thank you for bringing that forth and encourage people to find out more. Absolutely. I mean, as a lot of these apparition sites, they're they're very similar. Um, some of them she's silent, but many of them she, she speaks to, to the pilgrims and she does tell them that to pray, pray fervently. And also she is leading everyone to her son, Jesus, like she's reflecting Jesus to us. She's not about herself at all. It's all about bringing us to God. Um, and it's, the stories are so beautiful, um, and, and I hope, you know, people will learn a lot about them through my songs and want to research further. Yeah, absolutely. You know, that's the, the album is very unique, this new album, and, and it's all the different um, Marian apparitions, right? I mean, th that's the coolest thing about this. So talk a little bit about the album, too. And, and of course, I mean, we, you know, I, I know you sent me some of the, 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 the new tracks too. So if you want to feature one, I got them downloaded and ready, sure. but you just, but, but just talk a little bit about the album first and how it sure. came to be. Absolutely. So, so there are hundreds of Marian apparitions that have taken place across the world. And so when I, when I first was, um, you know, outlining my album and praying about which ones to do, um, you know, I, there, there was really um, one person who came to my mind and that was Michael O'Neill. So I did call him and I said, hey, can you give me a hand? I'm, I'm wanting to do this 
CD of Marian Apparition songs and could you maybe send me a list of the top ones or you know a nice order what do you think I should do which ones are the most popular which ones should people learn about and he said actually that he had just written a book uh, which I hadn't known about and it's called Virgin Mother Queen and it it details 11 apparitions and he felt when he was doing the that book, those were the ones that you know were were very um, special mm-hmm. and and pretty popular. That people would hopefully want to go visit these sites, and you know a lot of them have miraculous healings happening there, and they're very interesting. So he suggested I use his book as the guide, and I said, you know, that's an answer to my prayer because you know, how am I supposed to, you know, really discern which ones to do? So that's what we did. And um, so that's why my CD is called Pray For Us, Virgin Mother Queen, um, to tie it in with his beautiful book. And um, we're sort of co-marketing them together because his book details everything about these apparition sites. And then my CD is the songs that goes along with them. So it's a really nice supplement, nice gift idea as well. And where we go with the apparitions are Belgium, France, uh, I mentioned the USA and Champion, Wisconsin, Ireland, Portugal, Lourdes, of course, in France, Mexico, and Rwanda, even Our Lady of Cabejo um, is featured. So, pretty much Europe, because many of them occur in France and in Europe. And I'm so excited about um, Our Lady of Cabejo, which is actually a song that uh, I did not write. I wrote most of the songs, but not all of them, because Mm. I did discover Mm. some beautiful songs that already existed. So I wanted the album to have traditional songs that people will be familiar with, like Our Lady of Knock and Lady of Fatima um, and Hymn to Our Lady of Guadalupe. But then I also wrote many of the songs based on the prayers to Our Lady of those sites. So that's that's how I um, all the lyrics that I used for the songs are traditional prayers. And they're so beautiful. I was I was just overwhelmed by some of them, like Hope of um, Hope of the Hopeless is my song for Pontmain, France. And this prayer is unlike any other prayer. I have read because it's it's such out of like agony and angst and um, just you can feel the yearning um, in your heart when you're praying this prayer for hope and it's uh, so appropriate for this time as well. Um, yeah. Yes, absolutely. Mm-hmm. I just um, as I'm, as I'm listening to you, I'm imagining and and I think it's just a beautiful thing. Uh, the pilgrimage that you're planning and working with Michael O'Neill and God has great plans. And it's just uh, a, such a blessing to all of us, because like you said, we all need hope right now. And absolutely. You know, yes. Depending on our faith. So I thank you so much for the wonderful work that you're doing. And um, we'd love to hear one of those tracks, Bill. I don't know if you have it ready. Maybe, maybe you can tell us Anna, which one he, can play for us. Sure. How about, well, since I mentioned Wisconsin a couple of times, how yeah. about we start with Pray for Us, Our Lady of Good Health. So this song, um, the prayer for this song was written by Father Edward Looney, and it's it's a litany to Our Lady of Good Health. And he wrote it 
a couple years ago. Um, and it's the official litany to Our Lady of Good Help. And at that time, I was so moved by it that I decided to put it to music. So I did write this song a couple of years ago. And with the pandemic, Father Edward um, did change the lyrics to be more specific uh, to the pandemic. So we actually, I did do a song with that and we posted that online and through Shalom World TV. But this version is the original and it's, it's so beautiful because it details every type of person that needs prayers and it's all of us. So it relates to everyone, no matter what situation you're in, what you're going through, what you need help with. I believe it, it touches and speaks to everyone. Yeah, well, beautiful folks. So we're going to take a listen to it. It's Pray For Us, Our Lady of Good Help. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Amen. Holy Mary, Mother, souls 
Beautiful. Uh, again, that was um, Our Lady of Good Help. Uh, Pray for us, Our Lady of Good Help, by Anna Nuzzo. We're talking with Anna Nuzzo today on Sewing Hope. Uh, she is a international Catholic singer and songwriter. Uh, just amazing stuff, Anna. Thank you so much for um, you know sharing your music with us and sharing your story. That's that's uh, one of the most beautiful uh, beautiful songs, and it's 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 a great apparition. If people don't know about it, as you mentioned right before the song, uh, for for those of you uh, who who don't know Our Lady of Good Help. It's uh, the only approved apparition in the, in the United States here in uh, the state that I reside, that Anna resides, uh, called uh, Champion, Wisconsin. So it's near the Green Bay uh, area. So definitely check it out. But I but, can tell a little bit about it. If, yeah, uh, please. Please do. And please. I have to say, too, it was beautiful. I was yeah, the in song. the moment during that whole song and brightened up my whole morning. Thank you. Oh, thank you. To me, mm -hmm. uh, and now with everything that's happening, of course, I wrote this song before all of the riots and everything that's happening in our country. Um, but to me, it's like an anthem. It's become an anthem um, in my life. And I can just sort of hear that in the background. And I don't know, hopefully um, I can get someone to do something creative with it um, to really reach more people and inspire people and inspire them to pray as well. Um, so Our Lady of Good Help, it, it actually, um, the first apparition was October 9th in 1859, where Mother Mary appeared as a blonde wearing a white dress and a, gold, a golden sash between two trees. And she appeared to Adele Breeze, who was a 28 year old Belgium, in, Belgium immigrant um, there's a lot of Belgian people up there in northern Wisconsin, very German and Belgian. It's so beautiful. Um, and she did appear three times to her. And she actually asked her, obviously, to um, have tell people to pray more, but also to teach the children the catechism. She really wanted Adele to teach catechism to the kids. Um, and uh, so many things happened uh, later that uh, Mother Mary actually protected the people as during the Chicago fire, when that was occurring, the f there was a fire even larger occurring in Champion, Wisconsin at the exact same time. I didn't know this until I visited the shrine. So the, sh the Chicago fire um, killed many, but the Champion, Wisconsin fire killed more people and destroyed more property. And those that fled to uh, the church were were saved and the church was not touched by fire or smoke, but the whole land around the whole area was burned to the ground. So um, now the shrine is where that church stood and so many physical, emotional and spiritual healings take place there. So it, it's a, and it has become recently an, a national shrine. 
Um, so I really encourage anyone to go to this site um, for to learn more about it, to experience our Blessed Mother and and possibly some healing as well. Yeah, it's an it's an amazing site. It really is. Uh, I, I've been there. I know Anna, you've been there. Uh, it, it, there's something so beautiful just about going to encounter this the, this site. Uh, and and it recently was approved as an apparition through the through Bishop Ricken and you know in the diocese of Green Bay, and uh, and yep, it's twenty ten. Yeah, twenty ten, <laughs> and, and that's what uh, is so is so neat. Uh, I think. Uh, I, I think I was the year, there the year after for the celebration of that uh, wow. uh, on the assumption, which you know it, it, it's just amazing how how many people show up for for mass there uh, for the anniversary of that. Uh, it's just amazing the, the you know the lawn chairs out there uh, to, you know to see for mass and, and and it's a beautiful beautiful area of the country too. If you've never uh, been there, you know um, if if you're with in any driving distance, even if it's within 12 hours of driving distance for you, it, it's worth it um, to, to, to go and see it and to encounter our, our lady there. And, you know, your, your song really highlights uh, so many different aspects of that. I really like the background track um, of that, where, where there were so many little invocations and uh, short little uh, ejaculate, ejaculation prayers throughout that Thank whole you. song. That's so beautiful. Thank you so much. Yeah, that was an inspired idea. And, um, you know, it, it just, I think when you're with people that are praying, when you're hearing people praying, it, it helps you um, feel more relaxed and able to also verbalize uh, out loud, you know, what you're praying for. So, and, and it's okay to also, you know, pray in your heart. But I, I do feel there's, you know, there's definitely power in, in the word and speaking it out loud and helping you feel um, the solace of God. I think your music does that. Yeah, I, I, I learned that just from the time that you came on my show and I've been listening to your music. Uh, it does give you the solace and help you to have that relationship with God through his mother, right? Because mm -hmm. I know that your life changed when you did the consecration. Uh, could you talk a little more about that? Because I know that when we had that discussion, mm -hmm. it made me go back and uh, want to and start to read the the book that that, yes. that, that changed your life. That's right. That's right. Absolutely. Um, I kind of skimmed over that in the. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's okay. It's okay. Um, but yes, uh, I did my Marian consecration through a woman's group study using Father Michael Gately's 33 Days to Morning Glory book study program. And um, there's other, you know, programs you can use to do this. You don't even need a program to consecrate yourself to Jesus through Mary. But uh, I just found that his um, was very powerful for us, uh, for me in my life and for my husband. Um, and he just walks you through um, the lives of saints and how they were so, so, a part uh, and devoted to the Blessed Mother. Um, so as I did this book study program and, and learned prayers and became closer to her and she was bringing me closer to Jesus and then my music started um, growing and I started composing, uh, I was then also, I didn't mention this, but I did, I did have some anxiety and fears about singing. I always had, 
Um, sure, I would sing for weddings and funerals in church, but you know, I was always, um, you know, you're, you're self-conscious. You're you're worried that you might make a mistake. You know, what if I make a you know make an error and everyone looks at me? Or I hope I sing okay today. And all these um, you know negative voices that were always in my head. Um, well, once I consecrated myself. Um, those negative voices went away. They really did. And the Blessed Mother enkindled a fire in my heart and a confidence in my soul. And I became fearless. Um, I, I've told the story where, where I felt limitless after my Marian consecration. You know, through our lives, we're, we're um, raised differently and with different fears and anxieties and whatnot. But she removed them all. And um, it was miraculous to me and my family. And I was no longer, you know, um, afraid to, to sing solos, afraid, you know, or nervous about singing in front of large crowds. It was just instantly removed. And, and a big part of that was the realization that it's not about me. It's not about me. It's about bringing people to God and glorifying God. And that removed like pressure. That was part of it. So, and I've heard that before, uh, coincidentally, from other people that when they realize, you know, it's not about me. And, and I had that realization and it really freed me. Um, and that was huge. So then I was called to like to go sing in Trinidad shortly after. And I said, yes, like right away. I wasn't afraid to go to Trinidad. My husband's like, I'll come with you. <laughs> yeah, right. And I'm like, okay, great. But I would have gone on that plane by myself and gone over there, you know, never been to that area in the Caribbean before. And, and so I have, I have driven places by myself across the country. I have flown all over the world by myself. Um, and she's with me. I just feel her with me and I feel safe. Um, and so the Marian consecration did change my life. It removed a lot of fears, anxieties, instilled confidence and it really made, brought my mission why god created me front and foremost in my in my life and that's what i do i was an interior designer before and i sang for weddings and funerals and then um, my music took off so i'm no longer interior designing but i'm just singing full-time for the lord God had such a plan for your life. And I know that a lot more is going to unravel. I mean, he's got even more in store for you. Really. It's, it's just incredible. Uh, now you mentioned the word uh, fearless. And I have to mention that Bill probably has something to say about that word, Bill. <laughs> Please do. I know what it's going to be. Oh, sure. Uh, well, yeah. I, you know, certainly to help us all, you know, Anna, you have an amazing journey and you have an amazing story. And, and certainly the Blessed Mother wants to do that. And one of the things we recognized uh, in the middle of this pandemic, in fact, it was a conversation that I was having with um, our Fiat Ministry Network's founder and producer, Kent Koholsky. Uh, I was talking with him on the phone and uh, we were talking about, you know, praying for all of this stuff and how are we going to navigate through the, these times and, 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 and shepherd people and help people through these, and um, he just happened to mention the rosary, Blessed Mother, of course, right? And mm -hmm. so um, one of the things that immediately hit me was, uh, well, you know, there's so many different versions of the scriptural rosary. You know, you can find so many different versions of the scriptural rosary out there. 
that I thought, well, you know, um, let me pray through this and let me sit down um, and and take the the passages in Scripture that say, fear not and be not afraid, and pair them with the 50 Hail Marys of the Rosary. And so that's what I did, and I created a free resource uh, called the Fearless Scriptural Rosary. Uh, it's available on the Patrick Hart Ministry website. If you just go to our website, uh, it'll pop right up, and you'll be able to download it. Uh, and and so that's what that's what we did. We just took those uh, 50, uh, 50 of the 365, I should say. There's 365 times the Lord says, fear not or be not afraid, which we need, a re- we need that reminder every day. Uh, some of us do. Uh, and so... Uh, you know, just just go to our website and check it out. It's it's completely free download. Uh, you're able to get a copy of it, um, and and it's a, it's a real testament testament to really how much the Blessed Mother does remove fear. I mean, like when I pray that uh, version of the scriptural rosary, it's like, oh man, I can do anything now. <laughs> you know, uh, <laughs> and uh, and it's and it's so beautiful. Uh, you know, so you know we're talking about that fearlessness uh, in. In a in a time when we there, when we seem to be surrounded by 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 so much fear, uh, you know, and so much so much uncertainty. So uh, so so thank you, Anna, for inspiring uh, people through the Blessed Mother to live fearlessly because it's it's so important. Absolutely, and I mean, along with that is uh, you know the fear is removed and and the trust is what grows. It's like replaced with trust, yeah. trusting her, trusting God, trusting the saints you know, trusting St. Michael. Um, so it's, it's, uh, Hey, I'll swap that any day. Take my fear and give me trust, you know? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's yeah. right. That's right. We need it right now, but we need it always, not just at this time in history. Um, I was thinking maybe we could listen to another track if possible. Uh, Anna, which one would, would you like us to, to, uh, play for this podcast? Well, so, um, my husband, his favorite song on this new CD is Mother with the Golden Heart. And it's actually the last song that I wrote um, shortly before I had to start recording. And um, it's, it's one of my favorites as well. So this apparition took place in, um, hold on, where is it? I have it in front of me, 1932. So this apparition, Mother Mary appeared in Barang, Belgium, 33 times. So almost every day from the end of November of 1932 to January 3rd, 1933. And she appeared 33 times. I always think of, you know, Jesus was 33 years old when he was crucified. Um, Sorry, that's my dog. But um, so she appeared to the playground of a convent school to five children. Mm. And the children belonged to two separate families. She identified herself as the Immaculate Virgin and Mother of God, Queen of Heaven, and she called for prayer for the conversion of sinners. Mm, beautiful. Well, we, we, will, we will play this song, Mother with the Golden Heart. Golden Heart, and it's based on the prayer, uh, Mother with the Golden Heart. Beautiful. Here we go. Thank you. tenderness of the Father. Look with love upon the man and women of our time, and fill them with the joy of your presence. 
You who promised to convert sinners, help us discover God's mercy. Awaken in us the grace of conversion so our life reflects His mercy. Look down upon our miseries, console us in our sorrow, give strength to the suffering. Father with the golden heart, mirror of tenderness of the Father, look with love upon the man and the women of our time, and fill them with the joy of your presence. Crowned with light, help us grow in faith, hope, and love. You brought Jesus in the world. May we, by prayer, by sharing His word, by our life filled with love and joy, make Him be born in all hearts. May our to the questions you're asking us today. May our life be a yes to the questions you're asking us today. Do you love my son? Do you love me? Do you love my son? That was so uplifting. Thank you. Yeah, oh my goodness. Yeah, I was in the moment for that one too. <laughs> Thank you. I love when that she asked them, "Do you love my son? Do you mm -hmm. love? Me? Do you love my son? Do you love me?" You know, to just ponder on that, and and then re, you know figure out how we can show them that we do, um, not only through prayer, but obviously through our daily actions and 
how we treat others and service and all these other ways. So I think it's a really, it was very um, moving for me too. Those questions were very, you know, they're a big deal. <laughs> yes, think. they are. A big they deal. are. You know, in fact, I, I'm always taking notes and I, I wrote those two questions down as the song. Did you? Yeah. Yeah. Those yes. are the two things I wrote down and it's so beautiful. Uh, you know, that, that again, our, our lady is asking these questions to each and every person, uh, you know, out there listening today, out there uh, contemplating uh, whatever they're contemplating, to do it with love. And it reminds me, as you were talking about that, too, just the, just the gospel, too, of, you know, Jesus asking Peter, you know, do you love me, <laughs> right? I mean, you know, yes. do you love me three times? And it's such an uh, important question to, to guide our lives by. And, wow, and, and, and you bring it to life so, so beautifully. I mean, the, the, that, that song, I can see why it's your husband's favorite, right? I can see Aww, why. Thank you. And, I mean, as a mother, um, Anne, right? Yes. I can see, you know, where she's coming from, like, with our children. So it's mm-hmm. like, do you love me? Then clean your room. <laughs> <laughs> well, I like that. <laughs> then be home by 10 o'clock. You know, right. show me that you love me and you're listening to me. Yeah, <laughs> yeah there's a certain obedience, really. Yes. And, and you mentioned mercy, and it did pop into my mind because both you and I and also Bill and many, many others are going to be participating in an online conference next month called God is Mercy with Mm smartcatholics.com. Yes. Now, um, I would encourage people to go to that site at smartcatholics.com. As I said, it's called God is Mercy. It is an online conference on November 28th and 29th. And it is also sponsored by the foundation where I am the director, the St. Raymond Onatus Foundation for Freedom, Family, and Faith. And many, many uh, wonderful Catholic speakers, authors, singers, and songwriters too, right? Anna Nuzzo, uh, mm-hmm. Bill Snyder will be a, a, a speaker too. Um, there'll be many different talks and live sessions too. So please do check it out. I don't think that the actual link to sign up for the conference is prepared yet at Smart Catholics at this current time, but I'm sure within the next week or two, people will be able to start to uh, get on board uh, so please do. We're, we're so excited about this conference because there's never been a time that it's needed more. And it's coming right at the beginning of Advent too. So we can also celebrate the beginning of this wonderful season. Absolutely. And um, speaking of mercy, this brings me to a story um, which includes Bill. <laughs> so um, on my first CD, I, I had felt called to write a song based on St. Faustina's three o'clock hour prayer. Uh, and I called it Divine Mercy because it's it's the it's the beginning of the Divine Mercy chaplet. And um, I remember Bill really loved that CD, and he said to me, um, "This was I think the following year." He said, "Have you ever thought about putting the whole Divine Mercy chaplet to music?" And I said. <laughs> Uh, that's a great idea. <laughs> um, and, and I think, you know, in retrospect, um, I, you know, you know how the Lord speaks to you, but you don't always hear it um, right away. Sometimes he needs to hit you over the head with a board with it. But um, I realized then looking back that 
that that's what I was supposed to do. I was supposed to do the whole tablet. And I think I only it's beautiful heard the beginning, right? So so then um, through Bill's inspiration and idea, I think really I think the Lord spoke to me through you, Bill. Well, I take zero and, credit. You know, I, oh, I, I take zero credit. Uh, it, well, you know what was happening? I was we were uh, I was working uh, at WSFI Catholic Radio at the time, and yes. uh, we were having so many internal conversations about you know the the Divine Mercy Chapel because it is such a um, powerhouse thing to pray on the on the radio, and so uh, we were having so many internal conversations about uh, this, and and we we really felt that there was supposed to be an original. Uh, chaplet that we could use on the radio. I mean, there, were, there are so many different recordings, and EW Chan has some. And there's, but we really wanted an original chaplet. And we had interviewed you about the other CD, and I, I think we had you on some other programs. That's where I had met you, mm-hmm. and and I just was like, right after that, I was just like, well. I'm just going to ask her. I mean, I have nothing. I have nothing to lose. Um, you know, we have zero to lose. I'm just going to ask her. Will you commission the chat? I mean, like, will you just write it? Will you just write it, and we can use it. And uh, and what's even funnier was, like, you went home, right, and then and then started like sat down at the piano and just started just poured out, right? Isn't that basically what happened? Yes, it did yeah. because I at first I'm like, oh my gosh, there's all of these different parts to the chaplet, right, and. So once um, the Lord uh, inspired in my heart that I could use the melody I already had for the original song, and I could weave that and just build from that, um, it all came together very quickly. Um, and it was such Amen. a blessing because otherwise it was so overwhelming. Um, you know, yeah. uh, just all the decades and the prayers and, and everything. And it seamlessly came together. Of course, it was God's plan. Um, And so then my second CD or third CD came out, the Divine Mercy Chaplet. And um, and as you mentioned, Bill, it is it's still played on WSFI, I think, a couple times a week. Um, Yeah, I'll I'll get people, uh, you know, texting me on Facebook or Twitter or whatnot saying you're on the radio right now. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) (laughs) uh, that's very exciting um, that it's it's really brought a lot of people to um, pray Mm -hmm. that chaplet daily. And that's such such a blessing for everyone. It really is, and I, and I, and I know you've done some great work with the Marian Fathers as well, putting that CD together. Uh, you know, at Stockbridge, Massachusetts, as well. You've done so much amazing work with uh, great, great uh, you know people, great priests, uh, and it's just it's just a great blessing uh, for the church and such a movement of the Holy Spirit. Uh, and, and, you know, it, it's that fearlessness that you mentioned, it, you know, as well, right? Like, it's just like, okay, you know what? I trust the Blessed yeah. Mother. I trust this. And I wish so much, so many more of us would have that trust. I mean, and people out there listening, just know that you, ha- that, that the Blessed Mother will give it to you. If you give her your heart, she will give you that fearlessness, um, you know, and that's, and that's the, that's the bottom line. But it's so, it's so cool to hear how um, you've, you've weaved uh, your, you know, your journey with that fearlessness, you know, for the Lord, and it's just taken off and done amazing things for, for, for the Lord. Um, so, so yeah, Thank so God so bless, much. just amazing. Thank you. And you know what, um, just going back to our kids. So my, I have two, Mike and I have two sons, Drake and Luke, and they're, Drake's going to be 21 next month and Luke will be 20 in February. And where's the town, ta- where's the time go, right? Oh, Yes. 
So I agree. <laughs> as I, you know, they they've grown up seeing me um, sing at church. They've grown up seeing me sing for weddings and funerals. And um, thankfully, they're both very musical as well. Drake plays the piano and sings, and Luke plays guitar. And and Luke has played for me for um, many of my events and my pilgrimage to the Holy Land when we sang Christmas concerts all over. He played guitar for me. Such a blessing that he um, that he enjoys that. And um, my point was that I didn't realize the effect I was I was you know having on them because you know they they're boys they don't talk much <laughs> and uh, so you know I'd come back from a trip or you know singing at this national shrine or singing at the um, singing at the Vatican in Italy and you know they're just like eh. <laughs> but but. Um, uh, at St. Joseph High School, where my boys went to school, what every senior needs to do is they have a brunch with the, it's a mother-son brunch, and it's at this fancy country club, and we have brunch, and each senior has to get up there to the pulpit uh, and preach uh, thanks to their moms um, and tell them what they've wanted to tell them. Um, and in front of all your peers, right? <laughs> oh my goodness. <laughs> so get up there in front of all of our fellow men, you know, and, um, and, and just from the heart speak to your moms. So this is what they do. Now they're groomed because starting as a freshman, you go to these banquets. So we get to go mother and son each year to see the seniors do this. So by the time you get up there, hopefully you're prepared, right? So some kids say speeches, some uh, write their speeches, some kids are off the cuff, some are funny, some make you cry. You know, it's all different, of course. So my son Drake gets up there and, um, you know, I had uh, on, on our way there, I'm like, did you even write a speech? <laughs> and he's like, he's like, yeah, actually I did. I'm like, you did? <laughs> so we get up there and it's his turn and... He gets to the, he gets up there and he starts, this is how he starts it. He starts saying, some of you may know my mom, but some of you may not. She, and he starts reading my bio, like my professional bio. He's wow. Like, she's an international Catholic singer, songwriter. She's sung at this. She's got this many albums. She's done this, this, this. And then he, and I'm like embarrassed. And he says, it might sound like I'm, I'm. Um, bragging about my mom. Well, that's exactly what I'm doing. Oh. He said, I'm oh. so proud of her through her example, her fearlessness, her doing that. And I, he never told me about his feelings about any of that. You know, he, and, and he, and I start crying, like all these people start crying. And he's like, I, I do want to brag about my mom she's my mom. I love her to death. And she does this and this and, and I, I, I mean, I'm still speechless when I think about it because it was so unlike him because he's very, he's sensitive. He's, I mean, he is a ham, but he doesn't, you know, he doesn't wear his heart on his sleeve as far as sharing his emotions with me. 
right? But he did so, that day. <laughs> he did that day and he took the opportunity in front of a hundred other people to do it. So it, you know, it was like, what a moment. I'll never forget it. And it, to me, it just spoke volumes on our example mm-hmm. as, as Christians leading our lives with our families, um, even our neighbors. Um, you don't realize the impact you're making um, as you're, you know, trying to be love towards others and, and just emulate uh, a life like Jesus. So yeah. that, that was Praise just God. Praise God. Hearing. Yeah, it was so, it was just so special to me. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Well, Anna, this has been so much fun. We have to have you back on it because it's just, it's just this is so much fun. Yes, uh, and, and you have it. so much, and you have so much music that you can share with us. Uh, maybe we'll do, maybe we'll do an evening show uh, you know, because uh, we're not always. Uh, none of us are morning people here. Uh, yeah, but, I'm not. But, <laughs> but, but, people know by but, now who listen all the time. But, but it's all good. You know, this is so much fun, and uh, and and I love working with you, and I love doing, uh, you know, having having time to talk with you. Well, uh, I love both of you too, and thank you. Doing, you're so busy. Your your ministries. You're so busy in your ministry and spreading the faith and inspiring just everyone around the world with all that you do. Uh, we need, uh, you know. We need you healthy, <laughs> yeah, yeah. and we need you inspired to keep us uh, inspired every day. So thank you. Oh well, awesome. Uh, do you want to leave us with a song, Anna, as we close the program? Do I, 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 I have one more that you sent me. I don't know you if do. you want to talk about it and then leave you it. You do. Us. It's a short one um, because I'm going to France. I, I decided uh, to translate the Hail Mary in French and write the song in French. And I did take some French lessons, so it should all be pronounced accurately for all those French speakers out there. And I hope you love it. It's called Je vous salue, Marie. Je vous salue, Marie.
Folks, want to thank you so much for tuning in to the Sewing Hope podcast today. For Anna DeSantis, for Bill Snyder, for Anna Nuzo, thank you so much for tuning in and listening to us. Until next time, from all of us here at Patchwork Heart Ministry, the St. Raymond Anatas Foundation, and Fiat Ministry Network, keep beating to your Catholic heart and sowing hope into broken hearts. Thanks for listening to this episode of Sowing Hope on Patchwork Heart Radio. For more information about this podcast and our ministries, visit our websites, patchworkheart.org and andesantis.com. You can also follow and interact with us on Twitter at PWH Ministry or andesantis2.